0: that was provided in this poll, it talks about how people feel. And when people decide whether they're going to the poll or whether they're not going to, to the poll, it's all about how you feel in that moment. Their feelings are dictating their reality. Their reality is that they said that they felt better when Trump was in office. But we've been trying to push back. We've got some very popular African-American artists that are out here saying things like, oh, I got checks when Trump was in office. I want those checks again, not understanding that that really came from Congress. Mm. So we've got a couple of things, the perception issue, and then we also have an issue as it relates to civics in this country and people not understanding exactly how any of this works.
1: Now, of course, the is black folks love Donald Trump ran with that but she wasn't calling black people dumb it's a fact many people don't understand basic civics when people run around and say Donald Trump handed us checks it's a lie those bills were passed by the democratically controlled house it went to the republican controlled senate went to his desk to sign so if the democrats in the house don't pass the PPP program don't pass those stimulus checks then they actually don't happen People need to understand, giving Donald Trump credit for stuff he didn't do is nonsensical. He claimed he saved HBCUs. It's a lie. He didn't. It was a bill, Congresswoman Alma Adams. He zeroed HBCU funding for that program out of his budget. Folks, stop falling for the lies. I'm Roland Martin
0: in a deadly California hit and run. The black victim and her unborn child were killed. A runoff election date has been set to see if black Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee will become Houston's next black mayor.
2: And November 11th is now National Black Travel Day. In 2019, black Americans spend $109.4 billion on leisure travel, as according to a report from The Black Traveler, insights opportunities and priorities. With us to talk more about the rise in black travel, particularly in and around the continent of Africa, is Jay Cameron. The founder of DC-based Maximum Impact Travel. Jay, welcome to the DIN. You know, Jay, we have all seen photos of our young black millennials online traveling all across the globe. It's very impressive. But with the boom in black travel, are older black Americans now starting to join in on some of this fun?
1: That is a great question, and I see so many people, 50 plus, uh, as a matter of fact, this is going to blow your mind, I see people 90 plus coming on these trips because they're coming to terms with the fact that, if, you know, what, I've worked my whole life, I have been doing and for everybody else and it's time for me to go and travel and I do believe that what we recently went through with the pandemic played a major part because when we were forced to stay inside it was a reality
2: check. Wow. Uh, why is Black Travel Day so important to our culture?
1: Because what it does is it gives us the opportunity to expand our minds and for many of us over the years our families did not have resources to be able to travel but we're now in a time where many of us have the resources sources to do it, but unfortunately, because it's not been a part of many of our cultures, the priority is not necessarily there. So the more we talk about Black Travel Day and, and our culture and our communities are able to see the benefits of travel, while I see people from all ethnicities and other cultures traveling the world with their children, I hope to inspire our culture and our community to do the same with our children so they don't spend a lifetime saying they've never traveled anywhere, they haven't had these experiences, and they That is something that we can do.
0: Guilty to causing a funeral procession crash that killed her own son and nephew to four years and nine months in prison. WKYC reports this happened not long after Tanika Allen faced family members and those impacted and apologized in court. said although it was commendable that she took responsibility and apologized, she had to impose a sentence to show that there was some accountability for her actions. Authorities claim Allen was driving recklessly back in October 2022
2: when the crash happened. Also in Ohio, Cleveland officials are trying to get their arms around how to help the growing number of domestic violence victims find affordable housing. WKRC reports the Laura's Home Women's Crisis Center has opted to build 16 three-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment units on the city mission's property so women who graduate from the program have a place for 18 to 24 months while they help them find a permanent home.
0: For an individual, a single mom, to be able to afford a two-bedroom apartment, she needs to make over $19 an hour, and that's that's hard uh, for
2: many of our, our women. The station reports Laura's home is at full capacity with women who need help, and they're not alone. Shelters all over the Northeast are dealing with the same crisis. Meanwhile, in Kentucky, Democrat Pamela Stevenson, who was black, lost her bid to become the state's first black female attorney general. The grill reports Republican Russell Coleman, a former U.S. attorney, won the race for Kentucky's top prosecutor.
0: On the history and culture of black hair called Every Strand Tells a Story, Marvin Bowser, the older brother of D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser, told NBC Washington.
3: Black hair is my um,
1: love letter to black people and black culture.
0: The exhibit is at the D.C. Embassy Row Hotel through November 19th. What we don't know, we need to learn and fast. Black people are learning about AI at the Knowledge House, a computer and technology learning school located in the Bronx, New York. A place for the future. I spoke with founder Gerilyn Rodriguez and her associate, Daniel Adeyanju. The future of AI is here. And so the same way that we want the general public to have digital literacy skills, the same way that we want job seekers to have the basic tech foundation, Right now, your average technologist needs to know how AI works, um, what are the risks and innovative opportunities that we have because of AI. And so for the Knowledge House, it's about exposing our participants to what AI looks like in the day-to-day and what's coming ahead. Well, Daniel, what will happen to us if we are not
3: involved in this? Vanessa, so that's such a great question. It's something that we think about all of the time. Um, and I think there is uh, two um, things that I want to focus on is is one, the economic opportunity landscape. If we are left out of that, it will continue to increase the gap between the rich and the poor, between uh, black and brown folks. A large amount of wealth is generated and we were left out of, out of that. So that 10 years ago when Geraldine made this happen, um, it was to ensure that we wouldn't be left out. So we're not going to be caught unawares this time because of what we're doing at the Knowledge House. What we're thinking about is ensuring that we are part of building this new order. We need to make sure that our communities are included in making decisions. We can't have AIs policing us that were designed by um, uh, forces that just simply weren't considering our dynamics.
0: The BIN will have a series of upcoming reports about this new world order and hear about their upcoming events. Go to theknowledgehouse.org.
4: media suicide, provocative conversation, the shit you see and hear about every day, The news you hear about every day. The negative situations. It's media suicide. Good morning, good morning. Give yourselves a round of applause. You woke up this morning and you went on your way. On this Thursday. November the 9th. Friday Eve. And how are you today? How is the family? Is everybody okay? Good, good, good. And for those who are down today, feeling sad, the boyfriend wasn't acting right, the girlfriend wasn't acting right, The husband wasn't acting right. The wife wasn't acting right. Everything is going to be okay. Stay the course. Don't give in to negativity. As we see it in the world today. That is why I chose the song Steady As She Goes. Because you have to be steadfast to live in this negative, messed up situation. I almost started to cuss. (laughs) I almost started to cuss. Let me grab my glasses so that I can begin to read the negative shit that goes on in the world. Because for some strange reason, for some selfish reason... Mankind cannot get his shit together. Mankind cannot get his shit together. Along with the forces that drive the negative shit to happen. The tyranny, the wars... That is why the Heavenly Father is going to destroy the place again. I am not being a preacher. I am not, let me repeat, being a preacher. But it's all biblical for those that believe. I just want to give a positive message to you and I want to encourage So today, um, <clears throat> um, here we are with this uh, COVID-19 pandemic situation, and I want to read this to you. Oh, by the way, the comments made by Media Suicide is not the comments made by Spotify, Anchor, or its affiliates. It is... The comments made by yours truly of media suicide. Now we can proceed. Now we can proceed. How the COVID-19 pandemic changed society is an article that I am reading November the 9th of 2023. I received this at 7, 12 AM today. How the COVID-19 pandemic changed society over the past two years the world has seen a shift in behaviors the economy medicine and beyond due to the covid 19 pandemic experts from the university of alabama at birmingham discussed changes starting in march of 2020 that will forever stamp and change our lives. We've had to shift the way we approach most things in our lives, said Sarah Netzinger, MD Vice President for Clinical Support Services at UAB Hospital. As a hospital, we have reevaluated patient care. As an employer, we must look at the overall health of our employees and provide resources to meet their needs. As a leader in infection management, UAB has taken on a role in communicating with global audiences to provide guidance on how to get through the pandemic. Taking care of people has always been our business as times change and the pandemic evolves society must evolve to meet the needs of the people around us. This is mad shit crazy. This is mad shit crazy. And it's a shame that you have people with brains on top of their head that started this shit in the first place. We should not be here. We should not be here. Why would you create something fake? Why would you create something fake and scare the shit out of society with it? And why are you doing this? Okay, as I said before, the blood is now on your hands. Some of these folks need to repent. But they're not going to do it. Why? Because they're hard-headed. As my grandma would say, beetle-headed. Don't want to listen. Okay? Now the blood is on your hands. And a judgment should be placed upon you. I'm not saying that. That's, That's in the book. You cannot go around killing people. Especially at this level where people are being manipulated through the press and through the media. Shifting focus to mental health while hospitals were full of COVID patients, another disease ran rampant through many homes. Lockdowns and quarantine caused many to separate from their families. And with the unknowns of the economy, many Americans found themselves struggling with mental health. According to this perped out CDC, uh, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, younger adults, racial ethnic minorities, essential workers, and unpaid adult caregivers reported having experienced disproportionately worse mental health outcomes worse mental health outcomes increased substance use and evaluated suicidal ideation now do you see the craziness in this article do you see how you are being tricked and being manipulated do you remember I told you in former podcasts Be careful what you put in your eyes and what you hear in your ears. Be careful what you put in your eyes and what you hear in your ears. Stop listening to all this bullshit on the media. It is getting worse. And the companies and people that want to drive this confusion and madness, they're getting worse. Now watch this. The significant increase in reported mental health struggles allowed for the much-needed conversation on mental health. So what they're trying to say is people are losing their freaking minds. The devil is smart, isn't he? He knows how to make things happen and then make it real. And trick you and Make you lose your damn mind. Maybe that's the cause of why we having all these shootings and all this stuff That's popping off in America and around the world The blood is on your hands The judgment is placed up on you Before the pandemic many rural Americans and Albanians did not have access to mental health services due to geography. Innovative models for health care delivery relied heavily on rural visits. Or viral or virtual visits. I had to make sure I correct that I said they're wrong. <laughs> I'm reading the an article. And now widespread use of telehealth has increased access for many patients. I'm sorry, getting tongue twisted. Which could change the way we provide healthcare in the future. In the early days of the pandemic, healthcare employees were lauded as heroes, selfishly caring for others while struggling to stay healthy themselves. And the article goes on and on, but it is saying that. Since the pandemic, things have changed and has elevated behavior and mental health. So, as we get back to being together, we will have to find our own comfort levels. Some people will have to and easily time integrating with others. Others, excuse me, some will find it unsettling. I don't know why they said that. The pandemic has changed all of us no it hasn't no it hasn't you have tried and are trying to change all of us and now you're implementing ai so as i said before the people that are trying to uh what redesign america or shift things into our lives. These folks are evil. They are of Satan. I am not trying to be a preacher. I want to send a message. Folks, please stop believing everything you hear on TV. Please stop believing all this shit. Learn to live your life with knowledge and understanding. Stop falling for every damn thing. All right, so here's another article I received this morning. Um, Let me just go ahead and read it. Uh, UCLA-led researchers has found that the proportion of U.S. overdose deaths involving fentanyl and stimulants have increased more than 50-fold since 2010. The numbers from 0.6%, which is 235 deaths in 2010, to 32.3%. 30,004,429 30,000 4, deaths since 2021 of September the 13th of 2023. Fentanyl. Drug overdose death rates. The National Centers for Health Statistics at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention collects inf- information on deaths involving drugs commonly associated. With fatal overdose. The NIDA analyzes NCHS, all these damn abbreviations. That's another thing we got going on now. <laughs> data to create the figures and descriptions on this page. Final and provisional data are available to the public and can be accessed from an ADHOC query system. <laughs> okay, a whole lot of confusion, isn't it? A whole lot of confusion. So you can access the uh, data. Apparently, if you can go to their uh, online data for epidemiologic research, that sounds smart, don't it? Epidemiologic research. <laughs> you can also receive receive this timely data related to unintentional and Undetermined intent drug overdose deaths by participating jurisdiction is also available from the state unintentional drug overdose reporting system. I like the way they use the word unintentional. That sounds tensional. You know, this that sounds very tensional. Like you know something. Like you slap somebody in the face, say, Oh, I didn't do it. was unintentional (laughs) okay so here's another article um, I received Um, so how do you feel right now at this time in November November the 9th how do you feel about the holidays how do you feel about the holidays we are approaching Thanksgiving we are approaching Christmas Are you ready for these two holidays? Now, both holidays create a nostalgic feeling of happiness. We need more of that, don't we? How come it take the holidays for everybody to trick their mind and change, and then all of a sudden become this friendly, happy person? Why does it take the holidays to create nostalgic feeling? If we can change during Thanksgiving and Christmas, that tells you we can do it year-round. The folks that keep creating the drama, that means they can change their thinking, don't it? Why do we do that every year? We wait for Thanksgiving to come and then Christmas and all of a sudden everybody is happy. You see how crazy that is for a society. you see how you see how uh, the brain power is. It can go from being useless and into being strong. That means we can change. That's what that means. But in a society that's greedy for money, I guess it takes us away from it until we come back to it next year and the year after and it goes on and on and so forth. We can change our thinking. Maybe we should have Thanksgiving and Christmas every day every single day so the reason why I bought this up because I have an article here I'm gonna read it filling the holiday spending anxiety because you know every year we go out we spend our rent money and mortgage we move bills around just so that we can please others so we can be in the holiday spirit I'm sorry, Spirit. My tongue is going crazy right now. <laughs> so, filling the holiday spending anxiety. If the holidays give you financial stress and anxiety, talk with your loved ones about it. An alternative format to holiday spending and gift giving this year. So. I saw the article. Consumers are now beginning to kind of fall back from spending. They're wanting to spend a little less because their finances is hit. The credit cards and all the cards that they use They're saying, well, we don't wanna spend them like that anymore. We don't wanna do that this year. We can't afford it. Everything is high. Shrinkflation. So they're saying the gift giving this year, "Mm, it's gonna be a little challenging. It's going to be a little challenging because people are simply. The groceries are already high. Everything is shrinking. It's smaller at the same price. If you pay $8 for something, it's going to be smaller when you look at it. Thanks, administration. Thanks a lot. All of a sudden, this change took place within a couple of years. Thank you. Thank you for shitting on the public. So an erase was made um, in the fatal shooting of the 16-year-old girl in Pontiac. Her and her friends were walking and somebody opened fire. Shot this uh, 16-year-old girl in the chest. I think that um, I really hate to say this, but I really believe we may need to have capital punishment. The crime is out of control. It's out of control. How are you going to stop it? Well, you do like in Europe. Europe has capital punishment. Uh, do you hear a lot of stories in Europe about shootings? All this little domestic shit going on? You don't hear that in Europe. They will have no problem taking you out. If you're going to be a menace to society, well, they have a solution for that. They will clear of the minutes to keep peace in the land. So I kinda, there's some folks that would get me for saying that about capital punishment, but I just feel something has to give. I think there needs to be a clear message sent to everyone, especially in the United States. Because a lot of folks that do the crime, they have no problem going back to jail because the jails, hey, free rent, food, books, study, get your degree. So they have no problem going back to jail, especially if they have friends there. And in some cases, if they can't deal with this, uh, this society today before they went in. So a makeshift, uh, a makeshift uh, memorial near a location where a plenty teen died from the gunfire over the weekend, is made. Um, a citizen from Pontiac was arrested in connection with the fatal shooting of a teen girl that was gunned down in late October. Oakland County Sheriff's Office confirmed Monday. An arrest was made November the 3rd. The suspect, 32 years old, and detectives are currently seeking charges from the Oakland County Prosecutor's Office. As Desiree Childs was walking near the intersection of uh, Menamee and Johnson near midnight, she was struck in the chest. That's crazy. Just imagine yourself if you are a parent and you have lost a child for absolutely no reason. How devastating that would be, said Sheriff Michael Bichard on October 30th. So uh, that that's just crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, you know. So apparently, I think the update is, is they did they uh, caught the guy, right? And uh, so you know he's that's it. His life is done. He'll be in prison for the rest of his life. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, you know I always give you the. Doggone seatbelt moment. Let me ring and sound the bell. The seatbelt moment has begun. If you are in your car, just clench your seatbelt. Do not take it off. Do not take it off. Just clench it like you're putting it on. If you're at your desk at work somewhere, standing up, sitting down, whatever you... uh, do, just pretend like you're putting your seatbelt on. Now, here we go. A substitute teacher forced kids to kiss in front of the class. A substitute teacher forced kids to kiss in front of class, then taught them how to do it then taught them how to do it in audio recordings. Did you hear what I just said? A substitute teacher forced kids to kiss in front of class, then taught them how to do it and how to do it right in audio recordings. Las Vegas Police Department, the teacher allegedly forced six graders, six graders to close the blinds did you hear that to close the blinds and play a game called never have i ever taught to them how to hide cell phone messages from their parents and then later complain to law enforcement it was the students who were acting in a sexual manner She gonna blame it on the kids. So she's been charged with two counts of child abuse. I'm not gonna say her name, she's 29 years old. She's accused of making suggestive comments and forcing two sixth graders students to kiss in front of their classmates. This happened October the 10th, according to North Las Vegas police. The incident came to light two days later in a letter sent by uh, Legacy Traditional, a charter school in Las Vegas. Okay, I got it now. We confirmed recent reports of an incident with a sixth grade substitute teacher. The letter stated after school, it came to our attention that the substitute teacher supplied to us an external substitute teacher agency made inappropriate comments towards students she will not return obviously to the legacy campus a witness told law enforcement roles, okay I said the name <laughs> had instructed the students they were kissing each other wrong then proceeded in telling them how to do it right okay that's enough that's enough that's enough, that's enough. You know what? That's enough. That's enough of that. So you see how uh, sick society is becoming. Okay? You know what? Ladies and gentlemen, um, there's a lot of people, their mindset is really, really fucked up. Their mindset is fucked up. All your racial people, the racist bullshit, talking all this racial shit. Their mindset is fucked up. It feels like we're living in a twilight zone. Like we're living in some kind of uh, sci-fi movie. Remember that movie, um, I can't think of the name of the movie where if you went outside, and then I guess there was a chemical spill and it, it affected everybody and they told you to stay indoors. And as soon as you went outside and after a minute, you got exposed to it and people were literally walking into tree shredder machines and they started doing all kinds of stuff to themselves. That's what it feels like, ladies and gentlemen, it feels like we're walking in a, like, where's the regular people at? Where are the folks that we knew? You know, when you walk past folks nowadays, it's it's really something else when you walk past someone. Like I said, our leaders who are responsible for the well-being of the country, I don't even think they understand how to do it. We had the debates last night. Nobody watched it. Nobody watched the debates people are sick and tired of being sick and tired. People are very mean. Folks are mean. And will hurt you and then walk away. Like it's nothing. I hope to see a day where I don't know I don't know I hope to see a day that we can get back to being the way we were Because we got to fight all these fronts you got folks starting wars you got wars already happening and then you have people have their own war inside their brain the folks have just totally went berserk went bananas crazy Ladies and gentlemen, don't be like this. Don't be like this. Live your life. Do the right thing. That is how you receive your blessings. Do the right thing. The hell with all this other stuff that people are trying to drive in your life. Let's continue to be a blessing to each other. That is the way. That is how he wants it to be. I'm not trying to be a preacher. I'm just sending a message. I don't want to be a preacher. The way I talk is natural. This is the way it's supposed to be. It shouldn't always be about money and politics. The politicians on some bullshit anyway because they see money. So I want you to go out and live your life today. Say hi to your neighbor. If they don't say anything back, it is not your fault. It's not your fault. You don't have to go over there. Don't swallow it up, don't choke it up. Turn the page, continue with your life. Because it is not your problem. It is theirs. All right. So enjoy your day today. Uh, This is Media Suicide. And I will talk to you soon. Have a good one.